the Versailles adduction at Longford Brennell exit. It was a little after 2 a.m. on the 16th of October 1973 when Gabrielle Veresi passed an exit road of Longford Brennell Hers was the only car on the lonely motorway. Then that was when she saw what appeared to be a single headlight in front of her. It didn't appear to be moving, making her think it was perhaps another motorist. It may have broken down. She slowed a little to get closer to the light. By the time she realised the source of glow wasn't a headlight of a stranded car. She she had really lost her car, lost all of her power. There were no headlights to guide her. She focused intently on the road ahead as she brought the vehicle to stop. The light was still shining a little way ahead of her. Already frightened, the fright began to bubble into a panic. I thought of remaining stationary and vulnerable in the middle of the motorway. She took the keys out of the ignition and exited the crippled vehicle. As she did so, she came aware of a soft humming sound. The more she listened, the louder it seemed to be getting. She looked around, trying to locate the source of the noise. It was in an unseen heavy hand, struck her shoulder, pushing her down to the ground as it did so. And she turned her head, suspecting to see an attacker. Instead, she saw a ta- tall, dark, coloured metallic figure. The last thing she would recall seeing before losing consciousness were multicoloured lights flickering nearby. She would wake up in a field. The skies were dark and over her, and a robot-like figure was next to her. Before she could react to her captor, she noticed herself, noticed a half-moon-shaped object glowing brightly in front of them. The unstandard craft had a distinct flat finish with several thick legs protruding t- towards the ground and supporting its weight. A top had a round shape to it, and exterior, entire exterior was silver grey. Along with its side was a, a huge oblong shaped window, those which she could through which she could see bright yellow lights glowing. She would later estimate that the craft would be around forty feet in width, at least twenty five feet high. She noticed a humming sound more, once more, and quickly realised this. Vehicle was the source of it. <coughs> in overcome with surreal nature events, she lost consciousness again. When she woke up, she scanned her surroundings to find she was in a strange round room. She was laying on the table. When she tried to sit up, however, she realised she was being strapped down tightly to the platform. She also realised that under the equally strange blanket, she was completely naked. As she moved her eyes around the ominous room, she saw the robot-like creature stood motionless to one side. She also sat to the floor with some kind of thick rubber matting. There are two points of interest the details of her side here. A strange blanket covering up, for example. Many Dutchers mention this. Some even have, have met, pulled over their faces with holes cut in their fake mouth and nose to breathe. Suddenly three men entered the room. All done with the same clothing, a light blue tunic, including a skull cap as well as long length, elbow length gloves, an apron and a face mask. It looked down to but looked much to Vasily's horror, as though they were a team of surgeons about to operate. They, re- they re- each 
placed strange cubes on the body. As soon as the cubes made contact with her, they glowed fantastically. As these unknown procedures went went on, first he noticed that how the eyes of men were all rounded in human eyes. It also appeared to contain no motion with, with them whatsoever. A man, however, on occasion, nod and acknowledged her each other. Though none of them spoke or even made a sound, it appeared to take various samples, nails, skin and blood. Though she couldn't recall any pain or discomfort, she was terribly cold throughout the examinations. When the procedure was over, a large blanket was placed over her, which she began to warm up thoroughly. All the while, she cast a quick look towards the robot-like figure who stood, but still remained very motionless, as if turned off at the side of the room. When one of the men noticed her glances, he spoke to her, informing her it was a trained receiver device. He duties according to the men to bring specimens for examination and study. Low men spoke in perfectly clear English. There was something strange about his actions. Versailles, for example, did not see any movement of her mouth under the first mask. Nor did she notice any blinking. Then the three men simply turned and left the room. As Versailles turned to watch, they believe she noticed a pillar of light flashing on the robot at the wall.